Hey, Mike, I got a crap. What's that? No, no, fire it away. Like, that was my intro, man. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Okay, let's do it again. Come on. All right. Jeez Louise. Okay, now, three, two, one. Hey, Mike. Hey, Bob. I realized that I'm on the porch. Three songs. Hey, crack some beers. Three songs. I like it. Three songs. It's three songs. Bobby Mike gets Bobby Mike. 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 Got three songs. Three songs. Hey there, Bob Nastanovich. It's the April 24th edition, 2019, episode 86 of Three Songs Podcast. Yes! Yes! That's 86 right. was a good year. <laughs> it was a good year. Uh, although I don't think we're playing anything from 86 on the show, but... I got some 2018 coming at you. You do. Ghost and Pull Effects. You do, and Ghost is there. You're Bob Nastanovich yeah. in Des Moines. Yeah. I'm Mike Hogan in... As Ragsy. Forest Hills. She's good. She's good. That's she's she's hanging in. That's my girl. Yeah. Um, all good here. All good there. Let's let's dive right in. We got a we got a full show. Uh, I'm gonna start it with one from um, a band. Have you followed the Kentucky Derby this year? A uh, little bit. A little bit. We'll, we'll, we got bit. we got time. We got time for that next week. But um, we'll dive we'll dive in. There's a band I think you know uh, from 1992. Uh, I'll 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 play it. Then we'll talk. You think I know it? I think you know it. Every time you think I know something, I don't know it. I'd be surprised if you didn't know it. Let's listen. Okay. And then we'll talk. Okay, here you go.
of that, of course, is Seam, a band I bet you know. C-S-E-A? Seam. Seam. S-E-A-M. Oh, Seam. Seam. Yeah. Pins and Needles is the name of that song. That's from their debut Yeah, no, I rather forgot about that. That's, that's well, a... I thought that might have been Buffalo Tom. No, no, no. Oh, no. No, no. So that's that's their Buffalo like, their like, their debut record from 1992 on on um, well City Slang is where the vinyl came out CD on Homestead. Yeah. That's when Mac from Superchunk was playing drums. Um, Sue Young Park uh, from Bitch Magnet was the. Well, I saw this band. I, mean, I saw this vocals. band. Yeah. Oh, they they were a classic 90s band. I mean, that was their first record. That's kind of a ripper. They um, they later kind of did more of the slow rock thing um but they released a bunch of records in the 90s very active um so you're saying like they reimagined themselves as like something different from their like uh aggressive start well that was that's a relatively aggressive song and obviously i don't know if you know bitch magnet but bitch magnet was fairly no, no bitch magnet fairly aggressive band um I'm trying to what, what i'm trying to figure out what to do with their records yeah in what yeah. sense? Like trying to figure out whether you want to keep them, whether you want to play them. What, what yeah, that kind of thing. Like yeah. you know. So. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's, I've given it some thought. Like, believe me. Like you know, flip. I like I do the occasional DJ set. It's like, is is it time to rip out the seam or the bitch magnet? Like, <laughs> technically, when like I DJ, like people leave the room. Well, in late, yeah, it's like it's it's kind of like it's not even disconcerting, really, but like it's like kind of like a fun thing about three songs pod is like you can get away with playing things that are like you know technically like quite outdated, like yeah, sure, sure, because <clears throat> you we, know like, we talk seem about like it. seriously, like come on, I mean, and like but that's so like nineteen ninety two, it is. Is that a bad yeah, thing? I'm gonna, but like, I'm gonna, I mean, I don't know. You know, I don't know. You tell me, like, you know, I was like running around, like, having a good time in 1992. I was very fortunate. You were. You sure were. Extremely fortunate. You know, like, I was a tour manager, like, you know, who could, like, at his best keep time. But, like, and seemed like they all knew how to play. Yeah. Well,. Yeah, I mean, the funny thing is that, that Mac from Superchunk, not known as a drummer, was playing drums on that track. And then... Yeah, but I mean, the guy can play anything. Yeah, sure. I mean, the guys that, like, you know, the guy literally can play anything at any time. Like, like he's like the ultimate indie rock pinch hitter. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think they and actually he even released started his own very successful label. I think like yeah. he's got to be like, is he like the guy that started Merge? He is, of course. Yeah, he's. he's yeah, no, I've, I've known Max since I was like, whatevs, like twenty two, twenty three, and like. Yeah. I mean, I've talked Honor Roll with him. I've talked Breadwinner with him. Like I've talked about Richmond with him. Like he's a good dude. The last time I saw him was in two thousand ten. He's a he's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, like uh, I've never really, you know, to be honest with you, like I mean, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> it's okay in terms of his own like output. Like that's a, like it's a weird thing. Like it's a weird thing. Like because uh, there's a rival. Like you know, we didn't have like uh, scene rivalries back then in like early '90s indie rock. 
but like it was it was a competitive arena well and and i you know boy super chunk mac merge very much a part of the chapel hill scene I never thought of pavement. Well, first of all, we didn't really like them because, like, we were Charlottesville and they were Chapel Hill. Okay. So there is that. Yeah, but I never thought of pavement as part of a, of a of a regional scene. I never thought of them. I mean, I guess I would think of them as being connected to Matador, New York based. But you know, there was the Stockton tip, and and I always thought of pavement as sort of a band without a location. Just because. Well, sure. I mean, like you know, that's. Whereas, I mean, whereas all I the mean, I was part stuff. of the band, so like, yeah. there was like, we could either be from Stockton or New York or Charlottesville. Right. Right. Those were our three choices. Right. Okay. And, and that's what I mean is all the but, merge stuff is very much rooted in Chapel Hill. I mean, I mean, like, so pavement's like considered like a Stockton band, like Chris Isaac or something. But like, there's also like a lot of Charlottesville, a lot of New York involved, and like. Uh, as a Virginian, like Steve West, who joined the band in '94, or Gary Young, who's from from Maranek, and like you know, of course, Malk and uh, Scott Camberg are from Stockton, like North Carolina. Yeah, they had Jesse Helms. <laughs> well, you know, Virginia's not much better. You know, man. So you you go down there. <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, no, we never had a Jesse Helms. Uh, yeah, Jefferson Davis, right? Isn't he from? Well, yeah, but then, come on. We're talking, like, you're talking 19th century. <laughs> um, Jesse Helms is, like, during your lifetime. Okay. You know yeah, what I mean? That's fair. Like, let's update the racism, you know. <laughs> uh, With all due respect, like, but we're not even talking about that. We're talking about, like, everything's defined by basketball back then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it really is. You so just like, you just uh, want to talk about the NCAA finals again, don't you? No, I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> But, like, you know, because easily, like, North Carolina or Duke could have won, but, like, we got lucky or whatever. But, like, there's always a certain amount of rivalry when you talk about, even Archers of Loaf, who's a great mm-hmm. band. We have never played on the show. Yeah. And Palva, we've played on the show. Palva, great band. Yep. Tremendous <laughs> band. And, like, there's a, a lot of great bands in North Carolina, including Super Chunk, including mm-hmm. Steam. Mm-hmm. But well, there'd be, like, a certain amount of, like, hold on, hold on. It be, but, any, but, I mean, like, like Asheville's cool yeah. chapel, like Cat's Cradle's one of the best rock clubs in America. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, like, you know, they, they have their places, like they have their scene and like South Carolina is like really nascent. But like, I'm not getting controversial, but, but like there's a certain amount of like rivalry in all of it. Of course. Of like, course. When, you had a, when you had to play with Paul, though, their bass player was such a huge... There's like two or three guys that went to North Carolina State there that hated everybody from Chapel Hill because they were like the Raleigh band. And it's like, come on, like, you know, we were like locked in with the Terps, man. We're like Maryland, like Clemson, like the ACC is like part of my life. Like it's part of it's part of Payment's music. All right. Well, back to Seam for a second. So Seam, they quickly after that record, maybe even before that record was released, they moved to Chicago. Uh, and so I think of them throughout the bulk of the nineties, you know, they're touch and go band and they're a Chicago based band. Were they uh, really Corey signed them up? Yeah. Oh yeah. Their, their second record. Well, they're, Cause they're, they're like the North Carolina band that could like groove, like touch and go. Smiley. Yeah. Oh, they went mellow, man. You know, I put, I put out, oh, they went mellow, like low mellow. Kind of. Yeah. They went much more mellow. 
much more atmospheric. I put so you know on that um, Minutemen tribute, they did they did this ain't no picnic. Uh, How'd they do with that? Very, play very, that. very, play very that. mellow. Okay, I'll play it. I'll play it right now. Here you go. Can you get you hook up real quick? Yeah. Here you go. What an engineer. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> play one we know, Mike. Thank there you. you. Go. Got it. mellower than what you heard earlier yeah but i mean at the same time like would you ever consider yourself good enough to do a minimum cover uh no no because i'm not really no, a, me a, a musician me, but at like, the same time yeah, definitely like one thing we agree on is like that's one of the greatest bands of all time of course absolutely and one of the things i love about their version of that song is they approached that cover the way the Minutemen approach covering songs. You know, it doesn't. Okay, well, that's like an interesting angle to me. It sounded like like an attempt to be slint. Uh, well, it was the early '90s, man. Half of music well, yeah, that was I mean, coming like, out know, was an they're, attempt they're, they're to they're be listening slint. To Spiderland. <laughs> you know, quite uh, frankly, it was uh, that was that, that was of the era. But um, but no, I mean. Y- y- Oh, it's definitely one of the best albums of all time. But like you know, yeah. Even though I like uh, got the Brian Paulson thing wrong on an earlier episode, but like, <laughs> it's okay. That's say okay. la vie. That's you okay. Know. So, but with all you know, with all like respect to Seam, 
you know, and their contribution to Little Brother Records, you know. I mean, it was a great version. Okay, like, you know, you and I aren't going to do a better version of This Ain't No Picnic in a Million Years, no. you know. No. Are we? No, and, you know, I mean, I just like that they made it, I mean, maybe they made it their own by making it somewhat sound like Slint, but they at least didn't do it as a carbon copy of the original version, which... You know, I think would have really. Well, you can't play a ripper like that. Like nobody yeah. can rip that song. Like no. you know, come on. It's like what an intimidating. Like if you'd approach me, like like what you didn't do. Like um, we didn't know each other, obviously. I I think and I tried like, to get pavement, I like, but I just I I it kind of fell flat. I didn't I didn't get anywhere. Oh, pavement would never cover a minute, man. They're just like too damn good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what okay. it comes down to. Like, hey, look, hey, <laughs> it's okay to cover the clean the personnel. I mean, the jicks could probably do it, but like, pavement couldn't. We're not covering the Minutemen. Yeah, like, you want to go after like Watt, Hurley, and and D? God, no, no, thank you. That's we had fair. a better shot with like you know, Swa, or like we'll do a Sylvia Chung Costa cover. There you you know, we're not doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she could play though. She could play. Oh, what an amazing live performer she was. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. All right. I digress. Where are you so going? So I'll jump into, like, I'm going to New York City, man. Okay. I'm going to a band that's on the road right now. Actually, they just finished up. They played in Des Moines, like, uh, 10 days ago. And, like, look, one of the best live shows I've seen in a long time. And I'm, I was disappointed in myself for not making it to New York in the last few days to see, to see uh, Zylorus White. But I sure as hell had a good time watching Jeffrey Lewis and Lost Bolts. And uh, this is uh, one of the best songs. Well, so, uh, he played this during the set. Guy's a very talented young man. Crackhead Ian. Still indent our soul And I guess both our mom's places Still on rent control 
I was a twig, small, sad sack, punier guy. You was as big, tall, and bad back in junior high. No sight of someone's face has ever been scarier. You'd come chase me from Street Fighter 1 or Space Harrier. Hello again, crackhead Ian. I still can't forget your foul face. My fellow human being, I know we're both still planted on St. Mark's Place. We've lived our poor lives in close parallel. Within these four or five blocks we both know so well. You must have grew up near the former theater or old gross hotel. I'm sure you're aware of me here, but oh, I can't tell. It seems you never outgrew your little preteen rage. I still see you look so mean, though now we are middle-aged. I was eavesdropping last year at you laughing to tell about bashing some dude with a chair till he fell. I slipped fast by you talking, fearing our eyes would touch, drifting past by new awnings that had all changed so much. I've never known your life story. I'm sure it's rotten and tough, but how long before these roles for us have gotten old enough? You must have had it so rough, kid. Well, I wonder. Forged by a tiny portion of love or fortune, goes lightning or goes thunder. You're a bad one, crackhead Ian. A sad son and sunburned pig. But of all the best kids seen downtown in our preteens, it's just you and me left now. So that's actually scowling, crackhead Ian. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Scowling, yeah. Oops. Sorry about that, yeah. That's okay. Um, so tell me about Jeffrey Lewis. I know nothing about the guy. Um, you just saw him. Yeah. I imagine, like, he's definitely one of the best wordsmiths going. Okay. And he's a, com- he's a comic book artist. Yeah. Brilliant comic book artist. What uh, like, what type uh, of comics like like uh, superheroes like Swervon uh, like a band like on Broker's Tip like they they played with him a lot like uh, you know this and that happens you know like uh, like Lucy Arnell or like uh, Odd Pets like yeah it's one of the glorious things about being out here in the Midwest like but Jeffrey Lewis is from New York he's a yeah. New York guy like late late thirties brilliant okay. songwriter okay. You know, and I'm like, look, tip of the iceberg for me. Like, you know, I saw him live. That's where I like to start. It's yeah. where I like to start when I was 16 years old. Right, for sure. 
Me too. Yeah, seeing bands, but like, and I bought like an album after the show, like from the from the keyboard player and the bass player who is brilliant. Member of a, it's a three piece band, and it's a multimedia show. Huh. And believe me, it's like a very entertaining like hour. And and you so know. that that song came out a few years ago. How long ago? I think about 2013, maybe 2015. I don't know. Okay. About the album, you know, that kind of thing. But like, he's got a bunch of stuff. Yeah. He's got a real. He's like a. He's a brilliant artist. Like, a, in terms of like a, you know, comic book design. But like, what he is to me is like a like an unusual gift like from being a wordsmith mm-hmm. he's a proper lyricist like isn't that a dying breed <laughs> yeah i guess so yeah i don't know <laughs> but yeah I, I like that song it was interesting and it was i i had no idea what to expect uh and it makes me want to check out a little bit more of his stuff yeah no don't no, no, definitely delve in like i had to choose one that's introduction yeah. like i actually could have done the whole show about him you could you could there's no reason why we couldn't in fact, I, I mean, think- like, like you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I don't want to like put him in some sort of weird spot. Like, I think he's really good. Okay. Well, cool. Well, I'll he, here's the deal. I'll check him out, and then if for whatever reason, like, I feel inspired, maybe in a, in a few shows, I'll uh, I'll pick another song from him. From well, I mean, like, the whole premise of the show is like trying to turn you on to like things that like you may like. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that are happening today. Help, like you turn me out to the Beths. Help me discover and help you discover. New yeah, no, I'm sorry, I think Jeffrey Lewis is like right up your alley, okay. and like Los Bolts is drummer. Yeah, and is like keyboard bass player. They kick ass. Okay, like good band. Okay, sold. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. For All right, sure. thank you. Uh, Where are you going? Well. I think I'm going to go... I'm going to go back to 1968. <clears throat> I'm going to go with... Oh, here we go. Thank God. This. I gonna, love this. I'm going to go with... This is... This is I a, was one. You were one. I was not yet born. Um, but that's fine. So this is an artist who released one album, 1968. You probably are aware of it because... Maybe. Come on. Yeah, well, Mike, you do this all the time. Like, I'm just saying, it it became a bit of a classic. Okay. Okay. It's okay. it's um, I mean, maybe you aren't. I don't know. It's, it seems like to me, it seems like a Malkmus kind of record. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm nothing like him. Very folky. Yeah, but you know, I didn't know. Like, if, he's a songwriter. He's like a songwriter. I was a college radio DJ. That's true. Very folky. Um, anyway, the um, the name of the woman is Elise. Elise Weinberg, in fact, uh, and the, the album is called Elise, L-L, sorry, E-L-Y-S-E. Uh, it came out in 1969, recorded in 68, came out in 69, Southern California tip. She had Neil Young actually play on the record. She recorded a second album that did not get released until 2015, even though it was recorded, I think, in probably 69, 1970. Right. Had Nils Lofgren on it. It had um, Neil Young. Oh, because like famous players. Yeah, exactly. So um, Like famous players. like Yeah, like very famous players. 
J.D. Souther. Yeah, I, mean, like, um, I, haven't, I haven't thought about Nils Lofgren in a long time. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, and she was originally from Toronto. Is he like a, a, like a skinny guitar player guy? Yeah. Yeah. He was in, um, later joined, well, he was, he played with Neil Young for a little while and then later joined, of course, the Bruce Springsteen in the E Street Band. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's probably where well, he's. I, I wouldn't know that from Adam. Best known. Him and, um, uh, what's Little Steven, you know? He was like an early a little Stephen in the, in the in the disciples. That's right, the disciples of soul. So uh, it's like MTV shit, man. Like <laughs> this is true, but this this ain't MTV shit. This is like weird hippie Southern California folky. Well, hit me with your best shot. All right, you know? so this one, this one's Go on, called Elise. Elise, Go Elise. On, Elise. This one's called Houses. It was uh, 1969. You'll hear Neil Young doing some ripping guitar work um, and it's just a nice song enjoy thank you I could never make it in your house you could never make it Bye. 
just a really good song and it's it's one of those songs that didn't actually come out didn't see the light of day until a reissue of her debut record in 2001 but it was recorded in 69 had Neil Young playing on it it's really catchy well written like why wasn't that a huge hit I have no idea I have no idea and like Ghost is chiming in (laughs) Ghost like Elise, Elise, what's her last name? Weinberg. What a powerful vocalist. Yeah. And I think she wrote the song, too. Yeah, it goes really freaking out. It's great. It's great. <laughs> go, go. So, I mean, you can't go wrong with that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just Elise one of those Weinberg. things. It makes me wonder what happened. You know, she could have been she could have been Joni Mitchell. She could have been Joe Bias. She could have been a huge star. Yeah, well, you know, that's the way life works. Yeah, she released the one record, yeah. and then... Like, Ghost is like having his tryout. Yeah. Like, that's he true. could have been a huge star, too. Like, he's five now. He could have. That's all beside the point. Let's uh, let's go to New York, 2018. Mm-hmm. Off the album Wide Awake, Parquet Courts, Before the Water Gets Too High. the end Still I grow frost when I'm reminded Euphemisms on a loop in a change Which hands get to turn the final page In whose throat belongs the swan song Crisis warming denial change State TV helps the public explain Broadcast beamed into the dry terrain Images of drenched survival Without hope but soaked with pain Consequences of reality felt All conditions of humanity built On the bridges, tent villages Waiting for the state to help Glass barely bends before it cracks Embedded down into our path
2018. So I'm thinking, like, uh, at the same time, like, where is that? Sounds cool, but like, it's like, it's like uh, tapping into Ween. I don't know that that song is a little mellower on that record. So they're a band that's been around. They they I think their first record was what like 2011 or so. Put out good guess, four, yeah, four or five records. Then they put out that one. They're a band that. I never really got into it. Never clicked for well, me. Well, they're a Brooklyn band. Brooklyn band. That's right. It never clicked for me. But then the this modern record, modern era. Yeah, the, the wide awake, the wide awake, uh, with a, like five A's. Um, it really clicked for me. Oh yeah, like, I didn't, didn't notice that. Bit. It really. What's clicked. our label? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I can yeah, I look no real idea. quick. Yeah. I'll look real quick. They um, but oh, yes. but I really really rough trade. So that that record came out on rough trade. Um, they put out Thanks, four or five six records maybe before that. Um, and th- this one for whatever reason, like I I get it. Maybe it's just because I live in New York more now. You know, I've lived in New York longer. <laughs> yeah, now. oh yeah. I mean, like um, I haven't lived there since like '93. And and it just there's a feel of it that feels very New York. Um, in fact, maybe I had wanted to play on a future show. I'd wanted to play a couple songs from that that are very short and lead right into each other. Um, maybe I'll do that, and then we'll talk a little bit more. Um, this is like this is like the modern day version of you know like Heartbreaker, Live and Love and Made, where you can't just play the one without letting it go straight into the other. So um, we'll do that. Well, kind of the modern day version of New York, Parquet Courts. I guess. So this is New York Observation going straight into Extinction. They're both short. We'll come back and talk more about it. What are they intimidating bands Something you can buy in this 
circles I'm forming in the reflection And I'm trying not to turn into a psychopath Better to have lost it than to find it tossed out That's what I'm telling myself, wasn't I better than nothing? Making a decision about steamed or fried Wanted to be needed so I fed my cat Think I'll keep to myself for the next few days Feel a buzz that can't be bottled, smoke to a can Sabotaging life just to find something to write about Why was it always this way? Did I do it on purpose? easy being a band these days it's not like being a band these days like you and i could be a band these days yeah i guess so it's true we kind of are a band aren't we um i mean sort of but like not really because like we're just a band but we don't make music yeah Uh, three star spot yeah well no i mean like we could do but like lord knows like no one would ever play it yeah um so let's hope let's hope so that so parquet courts um those songs feel very new york to me and and i want to think about that band like the verdict is out until i've seen them live yeah i don't know i mean i don't see many bands live these days so i i I just have to take what i know i know i see more bands than you do yeah i'm looking forward to seeing the uh priests april 28th here in des moines cool Great band, Very great band. Cool. Now the post pink seven inch coming out on Burger Street Records here in a few days. Very cool. And I, I can take it right up to Duluth. Yeah. You ever learn the, learn the truth in Duluth? No, I've never been to Duluth. Yeah, yeah. I played there. There was a there was a giant fez. Yeah. Nice. Where we play, there was a giant fez. With balloons popping out of it. That sounds pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, not really, because there was only like 60 people there, and they, they cut loose the fez. I imagine it was like a Shriners Hall. Yeah. Anyways, Galen Lynn, right, 2018. Like, literally, like, uh, believe me, like, at some point, like, with all the global warming going on, I'll see you, like, in Virginia, Minnesota. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. hopefully we'll, we'll be sitting around listening to finished music played by Galen Lynn. Galen Lee, right? Yeah, I'm sorry, Galen Lee. Sorry, thank, thanks for your correction. That's okay. And, and it's a Finnish word, but like, that's where the that's where the Finns are. Yeah. God bless them. Great pasties, good people. You know. How are you gonna say this one? Uh, Metsa, Metsa, I don't know. Yeah, that's way better Metsa, than I can. Metsa, 
Mitsakukia, something like that. Galen, like Galen Lee, absolutely brilliant violinist. <laughs> okay, is this Galen this is current? Lee, sorry, this is current. Oh yeah, 2018. All right, let's listen.
All right, so tell me about Gail and Lee. Well, it's like a, like a steeplechase race. <laughs> it's uh, powerful. And, yeah. Uh, a, yeah, she's like a, like a 38-year-old woman from Duluth. Okay. So she's not from Finland. No, no, but like there's a lot of Finns up there. Okay. She's, she's Amongst the iron ore. Finnish heritage. Now, no, I don't really think so, Galen okay. Lee. You know, well, that's a that's a traditional Finnish tune, I believe. Well, man, like you know, I like that sort of thing. Yeah, I spent last I spent like five days uh, last summer up there with my buddy Charlie Zell. Galen Lee is playing at uh, Sacred Heart Music Center on the eighth. I'm sorry, on the third, Derby Eve, Derby Eve, there you like. Go. When I start working at eight o'clock at the Sacred Heart Music Center, my buddy Charlie Zell is playing with his buddy Rob May. A couple of hours later, yeah. Okay. So, anyways, Galen Lee is a, a tremendous performer. She's a violin player that plays the right hand held like a baseball bat. Huh. Okay. Well, she hits the strings like you know. In a violent fashion. Yeah. yeah. How tall are you? Uh, like 5'10", maybe. Yeah, I'm six foot. I'm shrinking. I used to be like six one and a half. <laughs> happens, but we're moving around. Happens when you age, Bob. <laughs> well, I mean, badly. Yeah. Uh, well, Galen Lee is like no more than like two feet tall. Really? She's she's oh. little thing, huh? Well, no, she's yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Anyways, like God bless her. Like, yeah, I like that. That was that was cool. Definitely evoked a mood. So, you know, of course, the violin made me think Dirty Three, but uh, similar vibe. Well, sure. I mean, yeah. like how can it not? Like right. you know, Warren Ellis, like yeah, and, and Galen Lee could make one hell of an album. Yeah, for sure. I'd, I, I didn't I'd mind listen. it. I, I'm sorry I called her Galen Lynn 30 times. That's okay. Yeah, that's the way it goes. You know. That's all right. That's all right. Well, I'm gonna three um, songs pod. Three th- songs pod. That's right. We're we're playing yeah. it loose here. I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna end the show. We're not playing it loose. You know. <laughs> I'm gonna end the show. Uh, South Africa. Oh yeah, here we. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With yeah. some jazz from South Africa. Uh, this is 1973. It's appropriate, I think. Yeah. It's appropriate. Uh, yeah. Are you familiar with Dudu Pukwana? No. No. Okay, so Dudu Pukwana uh, was a multi-instrumentalist, uh, alto saxophone primarily, but uh, played a lot of... Yeah, but of, so are you. Like, everybody's uh, a multi-instrumentalist. Yeah. So is Teddy. No, this 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 guy's the real multi-instrumentalist. This is, okay, so... Hey. He could actually play all of his instruments. So on here, he's he's on this album. I don't know what he's playing on this song, but uh, probably primarily alto saxophone. But he also plays piano, conga, percussion. Um, he's the arranger. Uh, Dudu Pukwana and Spear is the name fantastic. Of the group. Yeah. Um, this is from an album, 1973. On it was originally released on Caroline Records, believe it or not. Um, Caroline, yeah, yeah. Uh, Formerly division of Touch and Go. Yeah. Um, so like uh, label that brought us like Boss Hog. Yeah. Right. Well, this was prior to that. Yeah. This was from 1973. 
Caroline Records actually came out in 74 in the UK. Um, Duty Puquana and Spear, the name of the album is In the Townships. Um, and it's drums from a guy named uh, Louis Maholo, who's a kind of a free jazz legend. Duty Puquana's played, later went on to play with a, a bunch of different free jazz musicians. Um, this is a little more accessible, really cool tune. I'm going to butcher the name of the song. It's I think it's Sakala Kumula from In the Townships. Oh, uh, yeah. Go back know. to your uh, finished pronunciation. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'll let yeah, you I mean, look like, it up, but um, but yeah, in, in, enjoy this one. This is this is. What a, are we doing? Like a Sebado show next? Like uh, a Sebado tribute show? Soon, yeah. Maybe next. Do so you want to do do it next? Yeah, why not? Let's do it. But All let's, right, we'll first, do it let's listen to let's listen. In to the Dudu. meantime, in the meantime, in the meantime, enjoy this one.
Just felt like a good way to end the show. Yeah, you're not kidding around. <laughs> if you're you, not kidding around. If you don't know him, you should check him out. He was a really, really cool musician. Um, I think maybe didn't get his due because he, he wasn't really playing in America. You know, he's from South Africa. He's kind of a legend in South Africa. He later moved to London where he passed away in 1990. But he played with a lot of uh, European free jazz musicians. Um, really cool stuff. Fantastic. Yeah. So, hope you Fantastic. liked it. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you, Bob. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Yeah. We'll, we'll hopefully do this again soon. And like Bob said, maybe yeah. maybe Sebado. Why not? Yeah, Sebado. Whole show. Sebado. Sebado. Yeah. In, yeah. And and even Lou Solo. Why not? Uh, Lou's here. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. <laughs>